0: This episode of Full Armor Radio is brought to you by CR101 Radio Network. CR101 Radio Network is a Christian reconstruction internet radio station that hosts and broadcasts lectures, sermons, and podcasts 24-7. You can learn more at cr101radio.com. We're also brought to you by GCS Apprenticeship Program, which is dedicated to training the next generation of Christian teachers so they can own and operate successful and profitable Christian schools. You can learn more at GCS Apprenticeship And now to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Evangelism Encounters. I'm your host, John O'Rourke. In this episode, we'll be sitting in on a conversation that I had with a young man who, although he he listened to what I have to say and, and actually said that the gospel is true, He was unwilling to um, currently repent and believe because he felt that he had more important things to do than to become a Christian. It reminds me of an episode in the book of Acts when Paul is preaching to Felix. And it says in Acts 24, verse 25, And as he reasoned about righteousness and self-control and the coming judgment, Felix was alarmed and said, Go away for the present. When I get an opportunity, I'll summon you. So just like Felix, this guy um, was was listening and um, definitely was interested in what I have to say, but at the same time thought that uh, other things were more important for now. He, he'd like to be, you know, going to church and, and be a Christian in the future, but right now, you know, he felt he had other things to do. Um, I hope that if you're listening to this and you're not currently a Christian, that you will not take up the same attitude as this man. Um, none of us are guaranteed another second of our lives, and it's very important that right now you get into a right relationship with God and have your sins forgiven by repenting of all of your sins and by trusting in Christ alone for your salvation. And if you're a Christian listening to this, I hope this is helpful. I think that this is a very interesting conversation, um, definitely some interesting perspectives from him um, early on as we get into the conversation, and um, definitely shows you the... um, just the nature of human beings, that people are, are sinful and would rather stay in their sin. And that's why sinners need to be saved by the special and divine and sovereign grace of God. So thanks so much for joining me today and I hope that this conversation will be helpful to you. you
1: So I believe after people die that they do actually go to a heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. But it's not what everybody thinks um just because i've had an experience of like having someone die and then 10 Mm -hmm. years later like throughout that 10 years like actually physically needing them and then 10 years later you can just feel them so i feel it's more of a uh i feel like the good people do go to heaven you know if you do something extremely terrible you go to hell but Mm -hmm. i think it's more it's not like as uh as joyous. I don't think you feel anything up there. If you get in heaven, what I mean. In yeah, okay. I don't think that. I think it's more of kind of a, a holding space for for good souls. Mm-hmm. And like hell is a holding space for bad souls.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you go anywhere after that or is that your eternal no. state? Okay, that's that's it. So do you believe in the existence of God? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you believe the Bible's God's Word?
1: Uh... Yes, but I'd say that's only because I haven't done uh, my own research into it, and that's what's been pushed onto me through mm-hmm. social norms and things okay. like
0: that. Okay, so so you kind of, uh, mm-hmm. kind of do, but mm-hmm. you're not
1: sure about it. I believe that all the stuff happened just okay. because. I think that like writing all that, making
0: all that up, is just. It would, yeah. would just be unrealistic yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if you think it's God's Word, because this makes sense. Who who would be the person who would know about the afterlife? Well, it would be God mm. then, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Yeah. So do you think that what he says about the afterlife is true, or do you think that that is God's Word in the Bible, and what it says is true? Mm. It talks about heaven and hell. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, do I think it's
1: true? I would say... partially. Okay. Just just because based off of what my beliefs of uh of heaven and like or, or of afterlife are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I believe all the things happen, but him talking about it is varies in my mind. Okay. If you know what I mean by that. Well, do do you know what the word arbitrary means? Mhm. Uh like in a court process you'd have like arbitration. That you're well, talk that, about,
0: that's or? a that's a different way of using it, but where arbitrary means when the first definition is really believing something, like, without a reason to believe. Like, just because. I believe mm-hmm. that just because. So I'm wondering, is your belief of heaven and hell arbitrary in the sense that, are you just kind of, is that just based off of nothing, just kind of what you think, or is it based off, because the Bible, well, it makes sense. Logically, mm-hmm. if it's God's word, well, that'd be something that we could be sure yeah. about, you know, yeah. versus just kind of what, what you're feeling.
1: Um, that's just what I think off of, or heaven and hell, like, all that is just what, what I think mm-hmm. personally it's my personal beliefs because uh, I know that my family thinks completely different like okay. my dad does my mom does my brother does sure. people I live with yeah. think completely different we were actually just talking
0: about this the other day whether or not we lived in the simulation or not so oh. well see um, this is what I'm saying is that you know arbitrariness like believing something without a reason is really you know, we wouldn't normally accept that mm-hmm. right yeah um, so because that's just saying I believe something just cause you know? Yeah. So if I were to say, I think that that all grass is purple, say, so why do you believe that? Well, just because. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> good reason, man. Yeah. You know? So what I'm saying is, if when it comes to the afterlife, I think it'd be important to have a reason to believe it instead of just a whim, saying, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. So what I'm saying is that if you think the Bible's God's word, that's a good reason. Mm-hmm. Because it'd be, well, God would be, be the authority to know. Yeah, to know whether. Yeah, because he'd be the one it, who makes heaven. The it. And then he would say here's what it's like so mm-hmm. you believing in heaven and hell would be consistent with the bible although i think that your version of it like you said is different
1: than the bible's mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit more toned down it's not all the like how god says like all the flashiness and things you know if you get what i'm talking about i don't believe it's it's like that i believe there is a god <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or he's there you're there with everybody else that's in heaven mm-hmm. but it's not it's just it's like i said it's more like a holding place for for souls
0: mm-hmm. that have gone on passed on for various reasons i guess my question is why do you believe that instead of what the bible says about heaven and hell
1: me and because the reason why i believe it is because my grandparents died in in 2007 and 2009 and when i was like in like i know one of them died when i was in elementary school i couldn't remember what grade and then middle school and uh i'd gone through some very tough times in my life and i was just like like they'd always told me they'd be there for me. Mm-hmm. And they told me one specific thing was that they would be there for me like uh, during high school sports and things mm-hmm. like that. Well, I'd gone through troubled family times, troubled mm-hmm. social life times, all this stuff. And then uh, my very last sporting event ever, mm-hmm. uh, you could just feel something there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was out in a all at night till like 2 and 3 in the morning. And I come home and my dad's still awake. My dad goes to bed at like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. He's just sitting on the couch, one light on. And he comes into me, he, like, I come in, he sits there, and he goes, your grandmother and grandfather were there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I believe it's more of a, of a holding space and, like, God is there mm-hmm. because I, need, I know that I needed them other times mm-hmm. than that, but they weren't there. And I wasn't, like, and I would actually be, like, looking for them and things like that, you know, whereas, like, this time it was, like, eh, who cares, it's just, it's just a sporting mm-hmm. event but they were there, it mattered to them that's when they really thought they needed to be there yeah. and haven't heard from them since so like, that's why I kind of believe it's it's more of a holding holding space for souls because they can come
0: in and out every now and then huh. so in terms of um, like, so you believe in God you believe in heaven, now, like, if you were to die and you were to stand before God and he were to say something like, on, on what basis should I let you into heaven or why should I let you into heaven, how do you think you'd answer that question?
1: Mm, that's very hard because uh, because my actions leading up to like you know where I am now if I were to die right now would probably put me in hell okay. and so I can't think of a reason right now of why of like if he was in front of me of saying this is why I should go to heaven because I could have one or two reasons like that but then I have a hundred other ones that are. Yeah. Ten times, hundred times, as worse as my good, my my best reasons to go to
0: heaven. Yeah, well, you know, you know, you know God's law, probably the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've kept those broken ones? Broken. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, you ever told a lie before? Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so of yeah. course, all of us. Stolen anything? Not sticking mm-hmm. up the store, but like not, you know. Yeah, like a pencil not off sure, the side, yeah. off the table. That's technically stealing. Sure. Yeah. yeah, So like that. We've all done that. Lusted. Mm-hmm. adultery in the heart. Yeah. You know, um, disobedient to parents. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just four of them, but we go, we can go through them and yeah. think, yeah, I'm guilty of this, 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 and this. So we just said that we're liars and thieves and adulterers in our hearts and disobedient to parents, you know. So if God were to judge us, you and me, just based upon the Ten Commandments, would you find us innocent or guilty? He'd find me guilty. He'd find me guilty too, just on the Ten Commandments, because mm-hmm. I, I admit to those things too. Yeah. So then, like you said, would you think he'd give us heaven or hell then?
1: Mm. See, because it's like, I know that Jesus like died on the cross for our sins and things like that, and that's why we're supposed to go to heaven, but... let's
0: we'll talk about that in a second. But just based upon the law, just, it just if he gave us pure justice, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think we get?
1: Well, if he was just giving us pure justice, then we would be going to
0: hell, because we broke his right. Ten Commandments. Because if you're guilty... And you get the penalty know how justice works. Yeah. If I'm on trial and I say, yeah, I broke this law and this law and this law. And I say, can you let me go? And he'll say, no. No. (laughs) You're You're guilty. You're guilty. You just admitted it. And we just admitted it. Mm -hmm. So, like you just said about Jesus, you you know probably a little bit about him. A lot of people do. But do you understand, like, the legal implications of his death on the cross? Do you know what I mean by that? Like, what was happening, uh, like, what happened to the people that... Is that what are talking about, like, back when he was actually getting put up on the cross? Well, not, not some, I don't mean like in the, in the earthly courts, but I mean it's like, a, like there's a, a legal aspect mm. spiritually to Jesus' death. I on do the not. Cross. Here's what I mean. Like I said, if, if we were on trial in a court and, and earth and I was before a judge and he says, or I, I say to him, yeah, well, I robbed a bank and I killed a guy and so on, but can you let me go? I'll say, no, I have to give you justice. You're guilty. I'm going to give you your penalty. So God's just as well. He's a just judge. He's actually perfectly just. He's going to get justice. But what Jesus' death on the cross can be is that instead of me getting justice for my sins, my guilt can be transferred to Jesus. Mm. He can bear the penalty in the place of me as a substitute. So instead of me getting hell for my sins, the punishment, he can take hell on the cross. You see? Instead of putting God's punishment on me, he's diverting it and putting it on Jesus instead. So Jesus is able to do that. So. That's why I don't have to go to hell. It's because Jesus has taken the punishment of hell on the cross. You mm-hmm. there's another aspect to it as well. Do you know how good, how good a person you'd have to be in order to earn a place in heaven? Oh, like uh, you'd have to do nothing wrong. Exactly.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Because of what you just said, if you, you know, I break this law,
0: well, I'm guilty. Yeah. So it's either you're guilty or you're righteous, and we're guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be perfect. So we're not. So we're not good enough to go to heaven. Okay? We deserve to go to hell because we're, we're guilty and we're not good enough to go to heaven because we're not perfect. Well, Jesus was perfect. You know that? He kept the law perfectly. He can actually credit his righteousness to the sinner as well. So it's like the switcheroo. You know, the sin goes to him, he bears the penalty, and the righteousness goes to the sinner. So now before God, the person that's been saved, is not guilty before God because the penalty's been paid by Jesus. And he's perfectly righteous because yep. he has Jesus' righteousness. So now we can go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Remember our two problems are I'm not perfect so I can't go to heaven and I'm guilty so I should go to hell. Well Jesus can take care of both of those things. Have you heard that before? Yeah, I've heard okay. that like he well, everybody knows mm-hmm. that here's in church like he died on the cross for our sins. Mm-hmm. And right like and that. that means that he took the mm-hmm. he can take the penalty in the place of sinners. So do you know what you have to do in order to receive that salvation that Jesus accomplished?
1: no, but my best guess would, I don't know, just thinking about it, I guess you'd have to, you'd have to come before God to, to be, or His like, deciding moment of, are you righteous enough, or, or you're guilty, mm-hmm. and He's going to say, here's Jesus, He died on the cross for your sins, He'll take them, and now you're righteous again. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's not, the thing is, not everybody is saved. Right? Oh, okay.
1: That okay. Not really yeah.
0: safe. So it, there's a certain thing that's a, a dividing line here, and what it is, in this case, is the things you have to repent your sins and trust in Christ You have faith in Christ. Do you mm-hmm. know what repentance means? No,
1: nope, but I've heard it like in yeah. like in church, like uh, <laughs> repenting and things like mm-hmm. that. It's in the Bible. I don't um, know the exact like definition yeah. of it. What it means
0: is that you know you look at the God's law and you look at yourself and say, "I've broken the law." So you're admitting your guilt. Looking at it and say God, I'm so sorry. These are, I do these whole things. I hate these things that I do now. I used to love them, but now I hate them. I turn mm-hmm. my back on them. My lying, my lusting, my secret sins, my public sins, all of them. Yeah. I turn my back on them. I repent of them because I know that they're against God. And then faith, the other thing, is not just knowing this stuff. Like you know about Jesus and all these yeah. other people do. It's not just knowing it. It's transferring your trust from yourself to trusting in Jesus. So instead of thinking that you're a good person, the fact of the matter is, we're not. Because the standard is God's law, and we break it. Mm-hmm. We looked at four. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah, so none of us are good. The Bible actually says no one is righteous, not one. No one does good, not even one. So that's what you like, just said. All mm-hmm. of us are not good. So a lot of people think they're good, though, and they trust in themselves and think, well, God's going to let me into heaven because I'm a pretty good dude. Right? That's not true. So you have to transfer your trust from yourself entirely to trusting in Jesus. Cause remember, he was perfect. He took can take the penalty in the place of sinners. If you trust that what Jesus did will count for you, that you'll have his righteousness and that he'll take away your sin and bear the penalty then that is how God chose mercy because if I was in a courtroom and I said yeah I raped a girl a murder and I robbed a bank all these horrible things and I said judge can you let me go and he says yeah no big deal those aren't even a big deal to me get out of here that'd be bad wouldn't it yeah very bad <laughs> be corrupt well, God's not doing that. He's actually really legally transferring the guilt to Jesus, so justice is still being dealt out, but just not on me, mm-hmm. like Jesus said. So there's a real legal transfer of guilt and righteousness to a sinner. That's received by faith, just by trusting in him. By not trusting in yourself, and by trusting in him. Kind of like you would trust a parachute. You wouldn't just jump out of an airplane and flap your arms, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that would be trusting in yourself to get you safely down. That would be dumb. You'd put your trust on the parachute, the thing that could actually save you. Mm. You know, from that height mm-hmm. so instead of trusting in your own good works, you really don't have any you're trusting in you need to trust in Jesus' works you know, his life and keeping the law and his death on the cross does that make sense to you mm-hmm. yeah it does and repenting your sins as, as, as well so that's really important to understand because otherwise if you if you are trusting in yourself God's going to judge you based upon what you have done and 'll find you guilty like you said before and then you'll be given the just penalty of hell. But if you trust in Jesus, he'll judge you based upon what Jesus has done. So he'll find you perfectly righteous. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Because that's what Jesus, Jesus was, was. And he can transfer that to you. Like if I transfer to your bank account a million bucks, I earn all of it and give it to you for free. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. He earned righteousness and gives it to us for free. Received by trust, by faith in him. And then repentance comes along with it. Trust, you know, being sorrowful over your sin. So that's really, really important. You know why?
1: Because so we can go to heaven, yeah, well, there, and yeah. we can be a righteous man and woman
0: before God legally, mm-hmm. yeah. Before like, like in a courtroom, if you know the you know O.J. Simpson mm-hmm. trial, yeah. he was declared legally in the courtroom not guilty. Did that declaration change anything about who he was or what he did? No, just a legal. De- it changed his his status before the law. That's what ju- this is what I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. called justification, being declared just or declared righteous before God. Just a legal declaration. But there's something else that God does in addition to that. You ever heard about being born again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus said that John three. Being born again is actually when God changes your heart, gives you a new, gives you, makes you a new person, gives you new desires. So, in addition to that legal declaration of being righteous because of what Jesus did, He also changes you and gives you a desire to serve God, not to try to earn salvation because you can't. Remember, mm-hmm. but have thankfulness to God. Christians want to obey God not to try to earn heaven but because they love God and want to be grateful to him because they've given he's given salvation as a free gift do mm-hmm. that difference? There? Yeah. so I guess the question is do you think that um, do you th- like being born again you'll know that you're born again if you've repented, you're trusted in Christ and you have a desire for God do you think that you've been born again? Mm. So, I have been
1: saved before. How do you know? Well, like, I've, like, physically, like, it's probably, I've physically, like, went to a church, been, like, saved, because I used to go to church, like, twice a week, like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, but <coughs> my actions have changed since then,
0: mm-hmm. so. Are you aware that there's a such thing as being a fake Christian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was one of those in the past, mm-hmm. where you say you're a Christian, but then all the evidence... Says the yeah. opposite, basically. Oh, no, I'll tell you right now,
1: like, I haven't been in church for ten years, like, yeah. I mean, technically, in a religious standpoint, if I if you were to ask me, like, what type of religion are you, I'd say, I'm not, I'm not a type of religion, but I believe in, like, hev- like the heaven and hell, and
0: then uh, the God, yeah. so, but, yeah, i yeah, so I guess, so then basically you're saying you're probably not, then, probably mm-hmm. not born again, because,
1: yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah,
0: probably not born again, I would yeah. say, yeah. So, what's really important for you to focus on, then, is, is those two things, repentance and trusting in Christ. Because I want you to understand the weight of this thing. That's the reason I'm talking about this, because I do care about you, and mm-hmm. I don't want you to be found guilty in good hell. Of course not. Yeah. So, I want you I want you to be saved. What I'm saying is that the only way that will happen is if you have if you're trusting in Christ and you know, you'll have his righteousness, I'll say, your sins. Otherwise, like, yeah, I think you recognize that. Otherwise, you're guilty. There's mm-hmm. nothing you could do. Yeah, before. there's... Cause think about it, even on even on an earthly court again, if I said, well, I murdered a guy and I robbed some banks," but you know what? I'll really try to be a better person from now on. They can't. They still can't let me go. Yeah. They're gonna say, "Okay, okay. you know." So even trying to turn over a new leaf or trying to better yourself, that doesn't do anything. Because the standard is perfection. It's mm-hmm. Either guilty or not, and you are just like the rest. Like said, just like the rest of us. Yeah. So it's really important. You need to have your your guilt taken care of by Christ. You need to have. Is righteousness. And that's received just by faith alone, not by trying to be a good person, but it's a free gift. Like, a gift is not something you can earn. You know that, mm-hmm. right? A yeah. wage is something that you earn, you know? The Bible says the wages of sin is death. So by sinning, you earn your penalty. So if you try to earn heaven, you actually earn the opposite because you're not good enough. You earn yeah. That. Then it says the free gift of God's eternal life. See, it's a free gift that Jesus has earned and He can give to you for free. Just receive by trusting in Him, saying, "I know I'm not good. I trust that what Jesus did will count for me, pen your sins and ask for forgiveness from God." And that's it. Very simple. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. really it really simple. is. Um, but like I said, you'll know if that's genuine if. You know, you know, you're born again if you have a desire to obey God out of thankfulness, not to try to earn it, but out of thankfulness. And if that's not there, then you're not born again. Mm-hmm. Jesus said you'll know a person by their fruit, like a tree. If you saw a tree with apples on it, what kind of tree is it? An apple tree. Right, it's so simple. So we know whether a person's born again based on the fruit that they bear. If they bear fruit of obedience to God and striving for that, that's a good, good sign that they're mm-hmm. really born again. But if they do the opposite, they're still living in rebellion against God. And, then it demonstrates they're not really born again. It just mm-hmm. kind of shows you what kind of tree they are, what kind of person they're born again of. So, I guess... I mean, I guess that's pretty much the whole deal. What I'm saying is that... You know, are you familiar with John 3.16? You've never heard that one before. It's kind of a famous mm-hmm. one. It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever so, believes in him will have eternal life. Will mm-hmm. not perish and have eternal life. But you know he says verses he actually says, if he who does not believe is condemned already, meaning people who don't believe right now are under the wrath of God still, because he's going to look at what you're doing, mm-hmm. and he's going to find you guilty, just like the rest of us. If, if going to heaven depended upon me, I'd go straight to hell. Yeah. Right? But since it doesn't depend upon me, it depends upon my Jesus, not Jesus and what he did. I can know for sure, sure. I'm going to heaven, because I'm not involved to mess it up. Yeah. That's what he did. So... I guess the last, like one of the final questions here is, what do you do? You see your need to repent, trusting Christ as the Savior. Do I see the need to? Yeah, for yourself.
1: Yes, because I do want to go. I do want to go and like uh, into like the afterlife and be able to be with my like close family members that have. like, died and things like that and passed on because, like, I I know for a fact that two of the people that I miss most in this world are in heaven. That's how good of people they were. And, like, you could ask anybody in my hometown, like, they were the best people, like, all that stuff. And I know that they were, like, like, believed in God, like, had been saved, you know, like, they, like, prayed every day, read the Bible every day, you know, they truly believed in Him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Yes, yeah, so I guess I should like repent and do all that stuff. Just mm-hmm. in Christ.
0: But the thing is the reason to do it is not merely is
1: yeah, is not my reason. It's to it's to um like you were saying,
0: to like love Jesus and like worship him and yeah, things he's, like he that. He is worthy in and of himself. Mm-hmm. All all there's lots of blessings and benefits that he gives as well, but that's really not the main thing. The main thing is to worship and glorify God. That's the reason that you exist, by the way. Mm-hmm. That God created you. He doesn't need you or me, but He created us, and, you, and, yep. and He created us to glorify Him. And one thing is, is He actually, he's the, you know, Jesus is, is the King over the world. He's God, ruler over the, over the world. He actually says that He commands all men everywhere to repent. Okay? You need to, to turn, away, turn your back on your sin and you need to trust in Christ. Um, he's doing that as, as the King. Okay it's like a mm-hmm. divine decree, <laughs> you know, like the, yeah, and that's the thing, so your family and all that stuff, I mean if yeah, if you have family members who are truly Christians, I would tell you this they they would not cite all the things that you cited that they read the Bible and stuff, the reason they went to heaven is because of Jesus, mm-hmm. okay, and that's the only thing too, yes, do Christians do they strive to obey God and learn from his word, Did the Bible pra so, yes, because they want to worship God out of thankfulness, to them, mm-hmm. not shut to in to salvation, remember that's the thing so if let me ask this so see if you understand this that earlier question if you die stand before god and he says why should i let you into heaven what should your answer be based on what i just told you
1: if in a perfect world i would say like not right now but what your answer should be is i have <laughs> repented and then like uh you worship Jesus Christ for the love of Him and things like I worship Him for like the love of Him and all that. And then uh, Yeah. Like what you were saying, like I'm doing it for the right
0: reasons. Yeah, but the, but those works don't are not the basis to go to Heaven. So they're not. Those are just mere evidences. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the really what it is is the reason that anybody would go to heaven and I would say. Because I actually don't deserve to go to heaven. I deserve to go to hell, I yeah. would say. But I trust that what Jesus did, that He took the penalty for my sin on the cross, that He kept the law for me, I trust that that will count for me. That's it. Jesus alone, what He did. It's not Jesus plus me doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just what He did. Just what He did. Yeah. And now, the, those works and stuff that I, you know, in obedience to God I do now are not why I go to heaven at all. Mm-hmm. They're just mere evidences that I have been saved, but they're not taken into account. Because if God were to look at me, even as a Christian when I've done as a Christian it's okay this is the basis of whether you go to heaven or hell I would go to hell because yeah. I'll be guilty because I sin still not want to and I'm striving not to but I still do mm-hmm. it's, I feel like sin's almost inevitable <laughs> we
1: are that like, bad yeah we're yeah, that bad everybody everybody mm-hmm. sins no matter if you're the most perfect
0: Christian in the world or the most terrible person yeah. in the world everybody sins the difference between a, a Christian and a person who's born again and a person who's not born again is that before I was a Christian born again you're not know, I just went on sinning. That's really not much of a concern about mm-hmm. The difference now is that I'm battling it and striving not to do it. I still fall into sin, I still do sin, but I'm striving not to and I'm putting sin to death in myself. Mm-hmm. Like, there's things that, you know, if I was really wrapped up in, i again, fighting against it and trying not to do that, a real internal battle with it. Versus when you're not a Christian, there's really not much of a battle there going on. Yeah. But that battle is not what gets me into heaven, thankfully, because I fail a lot. <laughs> it's what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't depend upon me at all. So really the only thing that would get me into heaven is because Jesus saved me by keeping the law for me and dying on the cross for me. That's it. And I receive it by faith alone, just by trusting in him. So nobody's good enough to go to heaven, even the most devout Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because you have to be absolutely perfect. perfect. None of us are that way. We can't make up for our past sins before we were Christian, even when we are Christian, I'm still not good enough to go mm-hmm. Not even close. Not even close. I still sin all like every day I'm striving not to and it's totally I'm a totally different person than I used to be still. But the more you look into the law of God, the more you look at how high a standard it is and how much I fall short. Which just magnifies how great Jesus as a savior is because the worse I the worse I am, the more I see, wow, he saved me from a mm-hmm. lot. So that's kind of the point, is that you need to be trusting in Christ alone. Just saying, I have nothing to bring. There's nothing in me that's good. I know I need Jesus as the Savior because I'm a bad person. And I know that God, if, I, if God did what was fair and right and just, he'd give me hell and would be the right thing for him to do. And, but you can say praise God for being merciful as well, that he sent Jesus to save his people from their sins. Mm-hmm. didn't have to do that, but he did. See what I mean? Because mm-hmm. justice would mean we all to help And that would be fair. That would be fair yeah, completely. It would. But mercy, which is getting, some, you know, getting you know, not getting what you deserve, mm-hmm. he did that through Christ. He didn't have to do it, but he did. And the, and the offer of the gospel, course I'm talking about, the, the salvation, is what I'm telling you right now is that you need to repent, trust in Christ, and, and he will save you. But right now, it sounds like you're not safe, and if you were to die today, it sounds like you would go good hell. I don't want that to happen to you. And I speak with you plainly, because I do care about you, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to be sugarcoated, because it's so important. Because you know that everybody dies. Oh, death is the only thing guaranteed in life. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, too, is we don't know when. There's a sense of urgency here, where you really, and, and the thing oh. is, I'm, I'm not saying just do some lip service, that doesn't do you any good. Mm-hmm. That's hypocr- hypocritical. Yeah. You have to genuinely say, I'm the sinner, of repentance and trust in Christ. And if you do that, if you're genuine about it in then Christ, then you are saved. But just saying the words, like I said, there's a fake Christian. You don't want to yeah. do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So no, I know plenty of those people. Oh, me too. Me too. So. Me too. I used to, like I said, I used to be one. And a lot of the people I used to run with were, mm-hmm. <laughs> too, until I became a Christian. I thought, uh-oh, I wasn't, and then my friends aren't. We all thought we were, but we all weren't. Mm-hmm. Until, and then all, some of us did become real Christians, to God, you know. So, anyway, that's kind of the main main deal. So, what do you what do you think about all that? Do you think that the the message of Jesus salvation is true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. the question is though, do you do you are you going to do it? Are you going to repent, and trust in Christ legitimately? See, like, I
1: know that <coughs> I need. I it's, my mind thinks weird yeah, sure. like I know that it's like I need to but I don't it's like my family doesn't do it you know and like I, I could care less what people think but it's like you know just the social the social factors the living situ- like factors stuff like that just kinda almost prevents me from doing it because I know that like I would go back and keep doing the same exact thing over and over and over and over again. Because I truly believe when I was, like, going to church, like, I was not a fake Christian. Like, I was praying to God every night, like, just saying, like, thank you for giving me life. Like, you know, this is amazing, Mm -hmm. things like that, you know. Like, truly, like, was worshiping Him, would, like, you know, do stuff at school to help, like... Mm -hmm. Glorify his name and all that stuff, but like,
0: I don't know. Now, it's now I've kind of changed a little bit. Well, the thing is, is that according to the Bible, if you're a real Christian, you're always a real Christian, you can never stop being saved. Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying that it doesn't sound like you actually were ever saved. If you're not saved right now, then you weren't saved in the past. If you're not a Christian now, then you weren't a Christian in the past. So, you did a lot of stuff. A lot of people do a lot of stuff. They do church stuff. People call it churchianity, okay? Yeah. You do stuff in the church and whatever, but that doesn't mean necessarily what really matters are you really, are you really repentance and trusting Christ? It doesn't sound like you have in the past or are all right now. That's so really important. And in, in terms of the social stuff, I want to tell you the truth, um, because it's the Bible talks about this. Being a Christian is not easy. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, you see on the news almost like weekly, like something about Christian some
0: some Christian person getting persecuted, mm-hmm. or it's not doing, easy. doing something. It, there's radical stuff yeah. where people get, get, get killed and stuff. But there's stuff where yeah, I mean, family members might you might might be ridiculed or anything like that. The thing is, Jesus talks about that. He says if, if basically if nobody's willing to you know kind of lose their family for the sake of Christ, he said then they're then they're not worthy to come and or mm-hmm. they're not. Really, they're not going to. They're not real Christians, because you have to be willing to, like, lose your life, like your whole life that you've had, you built, for the sake of Christ. It's all nothing. It should be all nothing to you for the sake of, of Christ. That's how important. That's how important it is, and that's what it is for a Christian, is that their ultimate love and authority and their heart is ultimately in Christ, in Jesus. Yes, you still have your family and stuff like mm-hmm. that too, and you love them, but. There's a there's a there's a priority here. And if and if they're going if they were to like I don't know, it doesn't sound like they would do this, maybe they would though, but if they were to like shun you or something mm-hmm. that is what the cost of being a Christian can be sometimes. Oh yeah. Okay. And Jesus Jesus does not say, Hey, everything's gonna be great. He actually says <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. So you have to be willing to he says, take up your cross and follow me. Think about what that's saying. When you take up a cross, is that Jesus carried his own cross, his own execution place. They put it in the ground and then they executed him. So you have to be willing to carry your, your cross and lose everything for the sake of Christ and for the, for the gospel. Because Remember, what is your purpose in life? It's to glorify God. Okay, so no matter what, that's what it is. That's legitimate. That's strong Christian stuff like what he says. Take up your cross and follow me willing to lose your life for the sake of the gospel of calling Christ so it is serious anybody who says you become a Christian you're going to be always going to have that live the high life is a lie they're lying to you because the Bible says it. the opposite well it doesn't, it's not Earth. saying that your life is going to be miserable all the time but yeah, it's saying it's... that there, there are trials and there are things that will be difficult mm-hmm you know I've had friends I mentioned before I, I was fake Christian I had fake Christian friends when I became a Christian my friends turned on me because I was all of a sudden different I wasn't going along in, in the sins with them anymore I was turned around because I was born again and they didn't like me and they'd lie about me and slander me and stuff like that yeah. This stuff happened in the gossip about me because you're starting to do, born again Christians starting to obey God and they're saying What's this guy doing it. this guy you know why isn't he doing what we what we're doing violating God's law so I understand that there is social pressure Um, I mean I get it but it really comes down to what you're what you most prize
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know what idolatry is you know what that word means say it again idolatry or an idol oh yeah yeah an idol Mm -hmm. and biblically it means that you're having something that's more important than God whether it be another like a uh, people who worship worships little statues that's an idol but there's but can also it can also be you know a relationship in mm-hmm. family material possessions whatever it may be that's more important to you than God Jesus is saying yes we be willing to let that stuff go it's not important it's not important in contrast to Jesus' importance he's way more important than all this stuff that's the thing so I am saying it's it's a, it's a big deal it's a big decision mm-hmm. um, but I'm saying it is worth it ultimately not just because you won't go to hell basically go to heaven but it's not just that in addition to that is that you'll have a true um, relationship to God which is the, the most important and greatest thing the most valuable thing in the world yes that's exactly what I'm saying so well, what else do you think about all of this anything else hmm
1: definitely uh like I agree with you I agree um, what else do I have to think about it Uh I don't know really I, it's just because it's such a it's such a big thing you know what I mean yes, it
0: sure is it's a, it's a humongous thing so. it is Like I said, this is straight up, 100%, like, straightforward with you. That is, you're right. Um, But, like I said, you should think for a second that it's not um, worth it. And it's um, it's the most important thing. I mean, even just thinking about yourself, like I said before, is that you don't... Hell is not a good thing, (laughs) okay? I don't want that for you. Mm-hmm. It's very serious. It's, like it's the most, most serious thing in the whole world. And right now, all I'm saying is that you're, you're on your way. That's why. That's really important. Yeah. So, that, that's, you know, repent, repenting and trusting in yeah. Christ is something that's vital to you right now. It should be. I'm saying it is very important. So, you said you haven't been to church in years. What do you think about church right now? Right now,
1: uh, I mean, I would have loved to have kept going, Mm -hmm. but, like, I didn't have time Mm -hmm. because I played three sports. I was busy Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mm -hmm. and then all through the week, and then college came, even busier now, Mm -hmm. and then nursing school came, so even busier now, so Mm -hmm. it's like I would love to go. I just don't. Physically, have the time to do it because I want to obtain I have different goals for myself like in, in real life to be able to provide for like my family in the mm-hmm. future you know what I mean because like my, my perfect family is me a wife two kids going to church on Sundays mm-hmm. living in a small little town mm-hmm. that's my perfect life mm-hmm. you know so like it's not that I don't want to go;
0: it's that I just don't have the time to. So I guess it really comes back again to what is priority, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because um, spending a few hours on a Sunday morning—it's really all not all that much, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying there is—it is, it comes down to your priorities. I I I know what busyness is. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> I do. But it comes down to what's the most important thing. So I'm not saying that that's, that's really to the exclusion of you doing all your school stuff and all that. It's important. But I have a feeling that you do have the time, ultimately, if you make time for it. Um, because I'm sh- sure there are times when you are doing not that much, <laughs> just kind of chilling. I mean, probably, but it's not like it's not like the normal...
1: Like it might be like ten o'clock at night or something like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because like on Sundays, I also work and I work like Sundays, so then I have to do work before, do work after. I normally have tests on Monday, so like it's like everything is just so busy for me. Like and I, I wish I could. Like like I said, like mm-hmm. later on in life when I have a family, we will be going to church. We will be doing things like that. Like you know, like that's my ideal.
0: Yeah. Family picture of what I would of, what yeah I want yeah I get it um, like I said it's there is you, know, you want to have like provide for your family and stuff like that that's that's good it's very important to do actually mm-hmm. but there's another type of provision for your family and that would be leading it leading it spiritually leading it in a, in a real Christian household if you're gonna are you, do you ha- are you dating anybody or just mm-hmm. talking about hypothetical, hypothetical wife yeah so you'll have a wife who you love you'll have kids who you adore but they're going to be sinful people mm-hmm. and they as well will be on their way to hell unless they're trusting in Christ and other sins as well and I know you don't want that for them yeah okay so there's yes there's material provision which is very important but there's also giving you know leading them and that sort of thing spiritually and you, like, you're not prepared for that right now, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you won't be unless you start learning now how to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you have to be a real Christian, okay? this is our whole thing for. But even, you know, say that you do become a real Christian, you need to be, you know, learning from God's word. You know what being a disciple means, you know, mm-hmm. heard that word. It means being a learner. So what the word means, a student of Christ, what you learn from the Bible from I mean, His Word. So there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot here and I am saying, you know, it it does it would change your whole life. And oh no, yeah. I think you recognize that in terms of yeah. even even that is that you'd be willing to change your schedule around for for it, for the mm-hmm. gospel for Christ. So you know, something, I know there's a lot we just talked about, a lot to think about. That's pretty much what I'm asking you to do, I guess, just to think about these things seriously. No, know? yeah, thank you for it, because like, yeah.
1: <coughs> I love having conversations, yeah, you know, too. and it just, uh, it opened up my mind to something that yeah. I never would have thought about today. Right. So, do, do you own a Bible? I do own a Bible, okay. but it's at my house. <coughs>
0: My actual, like, physical house, not down here. Okay, you know that um, in this and <laughs> nowadays you can just get an app. Yeah, right. For I, I actually, actually I have I have had apps. Before. Okay, there's a Bible, there's Bible app, tons of them actually, but you could get one. And have you ever read the Gospel of John? Mm-hmm. You Should do it. Okay, if you're gonna seriously think about these things, read through that, um, because it talks about a lot of what I was talking about and, and a bit more talk about Jesus and you can kind of look at it for yourself you know yeah and not just take my word for it but, but look at it at the at the source material um do you think you can do that? yeah I think I yeah. probably would yeah I mean you, I mean it's divided up into short chapters you can take a, one or two yeah, at a time yeah like I just, don't have to read it all at once at once yeah. yeah and just you know take, it takes six a few minutes um you can just do that you know a couple chapters a day it'll take yeah. you it'll take you like five minutes a yeah. day um and you could kind of plow through that. And that would be something that would be good. Because like I said, I do I do care about you. And I do want, obviously, you know my position here. I want you to be <laughs> saved and all that. I know you're, you have things in your mind that are obstacles here. But look into, you know, hear it from Jesus himself. You, know, maybe. you can do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go. I appreciate you chatting with me. All right. I enjoyed it. Nice you. to meet you. It's
1: Thank you for opening up my mind today. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I hope
0: you have a good rest of your day. Okay? Me too. Yeah, thanks.